Welcome to the Mass at St. Malachy Catholic School in Creston, Iowa. Today's Mass is from the 23rd week of Ordinary Time and was recorded on Wednesday, September 7th at 9.15 a.m. The Mass intention is Ovaldo Aguilar. Father Patrick is celebrating Mass. This is the 7th grade Mass. Our lectors are Hallie Bergemeyer, Merrick Whelan, Rowan Randall, and Savannah Osian. Altar servers are Blake Hayes and Jace Purdom. The seventh grade blue team is our Film for Faith crew. Lynn Baker is our musician. Our readings today are from the 1 Corinthians chapter 7, Psalm 45, and the sixth chapter of the Gospel according to Luke. We are grateful to KSIV Radio for making it possible to bring you this Mass. Mass will begin shortly. Welcome to our seventh grade Mass. As we celebrate our Mass today, our hope is that we all remember to be thankful and to rejoice in all which God has given us. Let us also remember how truly blessed we are, especially on those holy days which may seem tough and long as we can't forget how lucky we are. Today's Mass is in honor of Ubaldo and Aguilar. Please join us in singing our opening hymn. Number 303, gather sent. Number Friends, let us worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. How are you today? I am also good, thanks for asking. And today as we worship, I invite you to join me to give special thanks to God. Um, who nine years ago today chose me to be a priest. So today is uh, my priestly anniversary when God ordained me to, to serve. And I am very thankful for um, the gifts that God has given me, gifts like yourselves. You are God's gift uh, to me in my life. So join me to give thanks to God. And let us ask God to have mercy on us 
and forgive us. Remember anything that you are sorry for in your life and ask God to have mercy. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Holy Father, who by no merit of my own chose me for communion with the eternal priesthood of your Christ and for the ministry of your church, grant that I may be an ardent yet gentle preacher of the gospel and a faithful steward of your mysteries. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, in regard to virgins, I have no com commandment from the Lord, but I give my opinion as one who by the Lord's mercy is trustworthy. So this is what I think best because of the present distress. That is a good thing for a person to remain as he is. Are you bound to a wife? Do not seek a separation. Are you free of a wife? Then do not look for a wife. If you marry, however, you do not sin, nor does an unmarried woman sin if she marries. But such people will experience affliction in their earthly life. And I would like to show you that. I tell you, brothers, the time is running out. From now on, let those having wives act as not having them, those weeping as not, as not weeping, those rejoicing as not joy, rejoicing, those buying as not owning, those using the world is not using it fully, for the world in its present form is passing away. 
from the, the word of the Lord. Our response is, listen to me, daughter, see and bend your ear. Listen to me, daughter, see and bend your ear. Hear, O daughter, see, see and see, turn your ear, forget your people and your father's house. So shall, so shall the king desire your beauty, for he is your Lord and you must worship him. Glorious is a king's daughter as she enters. Her remainment is threaded with spun gold and embroidered apparel. She is born into the king. Behind her, the virgins of her train are brought to you. They are born in gladness and joy. They enter the palace of the king. The, pa the place of your fathers, your son shall have. You shall make them princes through all the land. Listen to me, daughters, see and bend your The Lord be with you. And with your A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Raising his eyes toward his disciples, Jesus said, Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are now hungry for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who are now weeping, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you and insult you, and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice and live for joy on that day. Behold, your reward will be great in heaven, for their ancestors treated the prophets in the same way. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. But woe to you who are filled now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will grieve and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for their ancestors treated the false prophets in this way. 
The Gospel of the Lord. God is good all the time, and that is his nature. Who remembers? Oh, many hands. Okay. <laughs> yes. So let me start from here. Yes, you. Yes. Who else? We will not clap yet. Who else? Okay. What is the difference between the two? Who can tell me the difference between the two that they have just... Yes. So which is correct? Three verse nine. Probably you wanted to say three verse nine. So great. So clap for both of them. Now, whenever I ask you to clap, do you know how I want you to clap? No. You don't know. So I'm going to teach you. It is. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Again, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, some went all the way to seven. That's way too far. It's only six. So, um, we are God's co-workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9. Who wants to tell me, when you grow up, what would you want to do? Or who would you want to be when you grow up? When you grow up. Yes. Say that again. A dance teacher? Oh! Yeah, then I have to begin to learn dancing, yes? A vet? Oh, wow, yes. Oh, going to make her own store and to have young children's clothes. Well, by then you will have none because you will, be, you will also be grown up, so you can't buy from her store. Well, you may be able to buy for your children, though. Yes. Yes, tell me. A football player. Oh, amazing. Yes. A football player. We have two football players. And you? A CEO of a company. Yes. Yes. A doctor. Well, thank you very much. If I ask all of you to tell me what you would want to do or who you would want to be when you grow up, you tell me many be beautiful things, and they are all fantastic, but I am beginning to be sad because no one wants to choose what I am. Oh, 
Oh, thank you very much. When you grow up, what would you want to do? Who would you want to be? You want to be me? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> well, now I'll begin to laugh with all of you. So, friends, um, I told you at the beginning of Mass that um, nine years ago today, I was ordained a priest. When I say I was ordained a priest, it means that the bishop, have you seen the bishop before? Oh, yes. So, uh, he may come back here again to visit us. Uh, the bishop uh, laid his hands on me and prayed over me, and God gave me the Holy Spirit, and um, he anointed me to become a priest. And what is the work of a priest? The work of a priest is to, to serve, to be a servant, like anyone who serves. He serves people. He serves children. He serves adults. He serves our grandparents and great-grandparents. He serves our communities. And above all, he preaches Jesus. He gives us Jesus. He gives us Jesus. But do you know how I became a priest? It was my mother's fault. <laughs> I lived in a village in Ghana. Ghana is my country. And Ghana is in Africa. And in my village, no priest lived in the village. So maybe once a month, you have a priest come visit, and he will celebrate Mass, and um, we will receive communion. But at the age of, um, when I was in sixth grade, yes, sixth grade, I was taught how to read the Bible. And do you know who taught me? It was a seminarian. Who knows who a seminarian is? Yes, who is a seminarian? Yes, oh, Quentin, thank you very much. You know a seminarian. A seminarian is a person who is studying to become a priest. So when I was in sixth grade, a seminarian taught me how to read Bible and also to read in church, just as some of you do when we come to Mass. So he, that really helped me a lot. And when I was in ninth grade, as I was preparing to write my final test, ninth grade, so that I could go to high school, um, my mom had traveled to the town where the priest lives to attend women's conference. So when she came back, she said, Patrick, um, I heard the priest announce that if you would want to be a priest, go to the city and take a test. Would you want to go? And I said, yes, ma'am. That was all. So, meanwhile, I had applied to some high schools so that after my grade school test, I, I could go to high school to become maybe a doctor. I, I wanted to be a doctor. Um, so I went to the city to take the test, and interestingly, I passed. I passed the test. I didn't know I would pass, but I did. Then um, the high school, I got admission to the high school also, but I fell in love with becoming a priest. 
So I declined my high school admission and instead went to the seminary from ninth grade. I was 15 years old by then. Then I started to learn about Jesus, about the friends of Jesus like you, um, children and adults. So when I come back from the seminary, uh, my catechist um, would put me with children to, uh, to worship with the children and to tell them and teach them what I learned from the seminary. Then my catechist, at the age of 16, my catechist taught me how to lead the congregation to worship on a Sunday without a priest. How to lead the congregation to worship without a priest. I was at age 16 by then. So my catechist gave me great lessons of humility and um, confidence uh, to trust in God. First of all, the seminarian taught me to, to read the Bible and to love the Word of God. And here am I today, um, serving you and worshiping with you, and I see all of you as God's gift to me. So as you also begin to dream and think about the things that you would want to do in future, uh, the plans that you have for the future, all of them are great. We cannot all be priests. If all of us are priests, who will sell clothes for our children? Yes, I have to buy these clothes. The church has to buy it for me, so someone has to sew it. So all of us have, God has special gifts for each one. He calls each person to be a special gift to the world. Teachers, dancers, teachers of dancers. Um, some of them are um, photographers, or they work, they edit the video for us. Um, some are called to be mothers. Some are called to be fathers. Some are called to be grandparents. Um, and some are called in many ways. But today I want to encourage you that as you think about all these beautiful things, add the gift of the priesthood. Or maybe a nun. Do you know a nun? Who knows a nun? Who is a, yes, you know a nun. Who is a nun? Can you tell us who a nun is? Oh, great. So you know a nun. Beautiful. So um, a nun is a woman who has also given her life to God to serve. So they are not called priests. They are called nuns. Other people call them sisters. Sisters. So the women too can become nuns or sisters instead of becoming priests. And we all serve in the kingdom of God. But as you grow up, God will make this vision, your dream, clearer to you. I never thought I would become a priest when I was in first grade, second grade, third grade, not even in sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, uh, eighth grade until ninth grade when I decided to change the plan because God wanted to change the plan. And my life is to be a sign of the kingdom of God to all of you. A sign of holiness, a sign of God's mercy, 
a sign of God's love. That is what the priest does. The priest is to be a sign of God's love for us, a sign of God's mercy, a sign that we are all called to live a life of kindness and charity. And one day, all of us will be gathered together in the kingdom of God. And the priest is to be a person of prayer. So as I celebrate my ninth anniversary today, I pray for all of you that whatever God, whatever gift God has given you, as you grow up, he helps you to accept that gift, to pursue it, and to follow it. And for you parents and grandparents, I pray that just as my mom became the voice of God to me, you too will continue to be the voice of God to your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. God is good. And all the time, and that is his nature. Friends, knowing that God has great rewards for us in heaven, if we live good lives here in the world, let us bring our needs and the needs of all people to God. Let us pray to God for our needs and the needs of others, our family, neighborhood, and the world. For each need we say, Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. For Pope Francis, Bishop, Bishop Johnson, and Father Patrick, may God continue to bless his people with the wisdom and courage to do his will. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who are sick and those who are caring for them, may God bless them with peace and healing. We pray to the Lord. With faith that we are God's people, may we discover creative and constructive ways to continue the mission of Jesus in our day. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For the students participating in fall sports, we pray for their safety and successful season. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For all those who have died and entered God's eternal kingdom, we pray for their loved ones to feel the presence of love of God. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the national leaders, may they be guided with principles of justice as well as compa compassion as they work in these trying times. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all the intentions unspoken but in our hearts, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our In a moment of silence, place your own intention before God. Loving Father, we thank you for calling us to be your children. Hear our prayers for both the living and the dead, especially Ivaldo Aguila, for whom we offer this Mass. And may you call these children to serve your world through the gifts that you have given them. 
through Christ our Lord. Pray, my dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. We offer you the sacrifice of praise, O Lord, for the deepening of our service of you, so that what you have conferred on us, unworthy as we are, you may graciously bring to fulfillment through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just to give you thanks and raise to you a hymn of glory and praise, O Lord, Father of infinite goodness. For by the word of your son's gospel, you have brought together one church from every people, tongue, and nation, and having filled her with life by the power of your spirit, you never cease through her to gather the whole human race into one. Manifesting the covenant of your love, she dispenses without ceasing the blessed hope of your kingdom 
and shines bright as the sign of your faithfulness, which in Christ Jesus our Lord ye promised would last for eternity. And so with all the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, while with all the church, as one voice, we acclaim. Therefore, Father most merciful, we ask that you are indeed holy and to be glorified, O God, who love the human race and who always walk with us on the journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son present in our midst when we are gathered by his love, and when as once for the disciples, so now for us he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father most merciful, we ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the night before he was to suffer, on the night of the last supper, he took bread and said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, gave you thanks, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. <laughs> As we celebrate the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Savior, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection, and whom you have seated at your right hand, we proclaim the work of your love until, you, until he comes again, and we offer you the bread of life and the chalice of blessing. Look with favor on the oblation of your church in which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us, and grant that by the power of the spirit of your love, we may be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son, in whose body and blood we have communion. 
Lord, renew your church by the lights of the gospel. Strengthen the bond of unity between the faithful and the pastors of your people, together with Francis our Pope and William our Bishop, and the whole order of bishops, that in a world torn by strife, your people may shine forth as a prophetic sign of unity and concord. Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the peace of your Christ, and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to, the, to rejoice in the light of your face, and in the resurrection give them the fullness of life. Grant also to us when our earthly pilgrimage is done that we may come to an eternal dwelling place and live with, your, with you forever, there in communion with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the apostles and martyrs, with Saint Malachi, and with all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him, through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Friends, at the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
My dear friends, behold the Lamb of God. Behold him what takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy. The communion song was number 326, and the bread of life, number 326.
Let us pray. For the glory of your name, O Lord, I have joyfully celebrated the mystery of faith to mark the anniversary of my priestly ordination, so that I may be in truth what I have handled mystically in this sacrifice, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your lives. Thank you for joining us for our Mass. We wish that you can go forth showing kindness, patience, and generosity so we can show and share our love with others and help them. Our closing song is number 739, Leave Me Lord, number Josie Tomlin. I am an eighth grader. Welcome to this edition of the Union County Catholic News. The video of the Mass was streamed on YouTube on Wednesday. The easiest way to find the stream is by going to the website www.uccat.org. That's uccat.org and clicking on the video link under the featured videos. Now it is time for the weather. Shaylee Cohen is at our weather desk. How is the weather forecast for this next week? Thank you, Josie. Today is September 9th and there has been zero snow days so far this school year. After a chance of rain on Sunday, the weather the rest of the week will be pleasant. Highs will be in the lower 80s and the lows in the 50s. The weather should be ideal for both recess and PE. Pleasant afternoons and evenings after school will allow for plenty of outdoor activities. However, it is not likely to snow this week, which means no real chance of a snow day. Back to you, Josie. Thank you for that forecast. Earlier today, Melanie Kilborn caught up with Mrs. Simmons, Principal of the Year, for an interview. Take it away, Melanie. 
Thank you for that, Josie. I'm Melanie Kilborn, and today I'm here with Principal Mrs. Simmons. And how's this school year going so far? Um, best ever. It's going really well, super smooth. It's been a real smooth start, and that's awesome from a principal standpoint. So are we having any difficulties or amazingness this year? Well, I think the weather's been amazing. I mean, it's been able to be outside a lot, and um, it, there's no snow days yet, so that's good. Um, I think one of the best things about this school year is I'm one of the few schools in Southwest Iowa that has all of their teaching positions filled. So do we have any new teachers this year? We have lots of new teachers this year. And um, we have Mrs. Koch, she's teaching middle school math, which helps me out a lot. And we have Mrs. Warner, she's teaching music. And um, we have a, a new associate and um, she's helping in preschool, her name's Kaylin. And then we have Mrs. Sanchez in the office, and she's doing really well too. I'm excited about her being here as well. Are there any new things coming down the pipe that you can share with us? Well, I'm really excited about your guys' Film for Faith crew with your newscasting. I think that's awesome. Um, I've seen the first couple, and I, I know it's just going to grow from here. And I, I just feel like we're giving our kids a really cool opportunity to explore a whole career field while they're in middle school, which is a lot of times where those dreams start to form of what they want to be when they grow up. So I love that. And I have some other ideas in the back of my head that I'd like to put forth, but I'm not quite ready to launch those yet. But a little bit of it's hands-on, a little bit might be out, you know, outside of the school experiences. So I'm working on those things. So hopefully I can announce those soon. Think we're going to have any great field trips this year? I would love to have another great field trip this year. Or maybe like just a field trip with the eighth grade Ooh. for going out for a day because eighth grade is Ooh. obviously the best. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to look into it because I think field trips are some of the best ways to learn. I think we should. I think we should get on a plane and go to D.C. What do you think? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so how many students do we have in our school right now? We're sitting at 163 kids in preschool through eighth grade, and um, we're always looking for kids to join our school. Um, our enrollment is still open if they would like to come check us out and tour. And, you know, I think one of the great things is, is that we do have a teacher filling in all those spots. We're not combining kids into large groups that, you know, can't have those experiences you have with some of the smaller classes that we have here. So it'd be a great time to consider coming over to St. Malachy. Back to you, Josie. Next weekend, St. Patrick's Catholic Church in Lenox is celebrating 150 years of service with Mass blessings, food, music, and fireworks. It all starts at 5 p.m. on September 17th. Everybody is welcome. Thanks for joining us in this edition of the Union County Catholic News. God bless you.